is the stock that never ends. It rockets to the moon, my friend. The hedge funds started shooting it, thinking they'd make some gold. They didn't count on apes and diamond hands that knew to hold. I like that stock got diamond hands. No, we ain't bitch ass paper hands. Autism spiked it up 433 a share. And it will keep on rising until. Oh. It's uh, coming down pretty quick at $30. Oh, shit. Uh, invest in Doge, invest in silver. Uh, paper, paper hands. I gotta go. Hey guys, how you doing? We have a special episode this week. Uh, part three of Crying of Lot 49 will be dropping around Wednesday, Thursday, not quite certain yet. I wanted to take advantage to, you know, again, we're not just about art. We're not just about pop culture. Sometimes we're about the news and culture as a whole. Uh, much like the QAnon episode where like, I felt that was a story that needed to be told then and there in the wake of the Capitol Hill riots. I really wanted to talk with some guys who knew some things about the entire GameStop stock market saga that is happening right now. So I have two friends that are involved. I believe one is still holding on to the GameStop stocks. Uh, Diamond Hands. What's Diamond Hands? You got to listen. And the other. So, yeah, my guests are Larry West, good friend of mine. Rusty Wright, also a good friend of mine. You can find Larry at LarryWestProductions.com. Rusty at Rusty underscore John on all the things. Go check him out on TikTok. I was fascinated. If you were not paying attention to this, you know, say you just subscribed and, you know, didn't really check. Uh, out of nowhere, a bunch of fucking lunatics on a Wall Street Bets subreddit uh, took, took the GameStop stock that was worth roughly $30 and had it go up like, fuck, 10 times its value. It got like as high as $433 a share. And they, a lot of hedge funds lost a shit ton of money about it. I just found this so interesting. Uh, the stocks went down this week, but I wanted to get into it. Um, just, I, I guess I'll give a brief trigger warning. There is some use of the R word in this episode, which, you know, I, I wasn't sure which way to go on that, but it's being used so much in the lingo on the R slash Wall Street Bets subreddit that, uh, I just didn't want to say R word the whole time. So I'm sorry if you're particularly sensitive about that word, but it's said a few times here, just, you know, getting into the whole context of the thing. So again, check it out. Rusty Wright. Check out Larry West. You can see me February 18th performing comedy at Rack's Bar and Grill in Williamstown, New Jersey. Look up cricketcomedy.com for that. I will also be appearing April 2nd for the Easton Comedy Offensive. That's uh, Easton, Pennsylvania. I guess that's Central Eastern Pennsylvania? North Eastern Pennsylvania? Easton. Look it up. At, uh, what, what, what is it? The, the Greek Meat Guy. Yes, that is the name of the venue. The Greek Meat Guy. Papa, if you could see your boy now, he's going to be one of several comics at the Greek Meat Guy for the Easton Comedy Offensive. Again, that is April 2nd. Guys, come check me out. Look at all the things. I'll see you in a few days for Crying A Lot 49 Part 3. That's a really good episode, but for right now, we gotta talk about it. And hey, I don't know about you guys. I just like the stock. It rockets to the moon, my friend. The hedge funds start.
And we are recording Diamond Hands, people. Diamond Hands. Don't be a paper hand bitch. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't know, but we're about to find out. We are talking about GameStop and the GameStop stock saga. That's a tongue twister. That has been happening the last few weeks, and this podcast will probably be out of date by the time you're listening to it. Doesn't matter. Diamond Hands, hold. My guests... To talk about this, I have two friends of mine, both way more involved in stocks than I am. The first would be a good friend of mine. You can find him on old episodes of Stuff I've Done, episodes of the Magical Misery Tour. Mr. Larry West, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How about you? Doing very good. Also joining us, comedian extraordinaire. You know him from the Sweet Heat podcast and uh, our Dead Gods episode we did recently. Larry, you can appreciate this. Uh, We did an episode on MF Doom and children of Bodam because that they both died within a week of each other. Oh, correct, right. Anyway, Rusty, right? How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, dude? Newly crowned king of TikTok. Follow me there at Rusty underscore John. Uh, I know I don't sound or look like I know anything about stocks, but I know how to Google things. And uh, boy, have I put everything I own into this. <laughs> nice, uh, Larry. Before we get started, tell yeah. us uh, any social media, any place we can find you, anything you want to promote. Um, actually not at this time. I just draw things. Um, I guess the only thing would be LarryWestProductions.com and just go from there. All right. So what we are here to discuss, fucking GameStop stock, GME. It's been uh, blowing up these last few weeks. It's been a, a meme stock and quite possibly a financial revolution. Question mark, upside down, question mark, question mark. It, it, um, it's a meme stock like like the Lutheran doctrine being nailed to the church was a meme stock. <laughs> the, the 21 theses fucking, yeah, that's right. Martin Luther right there. Hold, <laughs> retards, hold. Oh, also, just a warning right now, guys, just a trigger warning. We're probably going to be using the word retards uh, in, in the context of this. Unfortunately, there's just no way to talk about this without it. It's a big part of the lingo being used here. That does not mean we approve of it, and they should all feel very bad about themselves, but it's going to come up. Um, I fully agree with that statement, by the way, and I'll just say this real quick. I will not be using that word, and I do not like it when they use that word, but I'm just going the record saying that now. Get out of the way. That's right. That's, I'm, I'm pulling the Principal Skinner thing. I'm only using that word to get directions to get away from that word. And, <laughs> yeah, But uh, so... Real quick, what is, what is both of your personal backgrounds with stocks? Uh, well, I feel like mine's less impressive, so I'll go first. Uh, it all started in college where uh, I used to get uh, $40 worth of weed fronted to me every week from my weed man. And uh, one time I showed up to his place and he was buying this Bitcoin thing and they were, they were $8 each. And he said, how about instead of weed this week, I get you five of these Bitcoins, you hang on to them. And I was like, well, that's fucking stupid. I'm not going to get high off that. I'm not playing your Monopoly. And I watched him get rich. And I've just been following uh, crypto and any kind of uh, mild uh, pump and dump trend that I can find, that I can throw whatever $50 of weed money I have at a time. It's like my wishing well. It uh, all starts with the weed pushers. First Dogecoin is free, man. Come back yep. when you want some more, when you're hooked. <laughs> and now I have uh, a fucking, I, I don't even want to check how much Dogecoin I have. It's, it, it makes me sad to look. <laughs> uh larry how about you no okay you actually are more impressive than i am in this case 
So you are both equally unimpressive. Continue. Yeah, no, I'm listen to how you that. sound though. You sound so impressive. <laughs> so, back, um, so for years and years and years, I was like, I always wanted to own a stock. Just, you know, like give me a stock certificate for Disney. That would be fun. And back in February of last year, something happened, which was I had two things going for me. I had a new job and I actually had this, some disposable income. Plus Robinhood became a thing. So it's like, you know what? I've always wanted to buy a stock. Apparently you can buy one on this app with no fees. And I've always been told you have to buy like a thousand shares in order to get even one. Cool. Let me buy a shop, buy a stock for the first time. And that's basically how I started. And I've got plenty of, plenty of anecdotes about how I lost money on things and how I made money on things. Um, but before we even go any further, I will have my disclosure, which is one, I am not a financial advisor in any way, shape or form. I really don't know what I'm doing, just like people on Wall Street bets. Um, and two, I do own stock in AMC, uh, BlackBerry, um, GameStop, obviously, uh, and Nokia and a few others. And if I ever need to disclose a stock I own related to this conversation, I will gladly do so. But there's your disclaimer. Uh, wait, history. hang on. I have a question about your disclaimer, man. Do you still own GameStop stock? Because that's super interesting. Yes, I do still own GameStop. Did, did you did you dump any of it, or are you still are you uh, you riding it all the way? Are you a true diamond hand, or are you a gold star lesbian, <laughs> what or is a this, silver an star interview? lesbian? <laughs> um, <laughs> you just said you would disclose things. No, that no, that's a really good question. I was going to save this for later, but I'm, I'm, no, I'll, we we can go in order. Uh, Jesse knows <laughs> that I have a bad habit of popcorn thinking, uh, but Jesse, why don't why don't you take us uh, from the start of this uh, saga? All right. No, you know excited. what? Let's. I, I'll, I'll answer the question real quick. Just can I get out the way? I am still holding. I did sell some shares, um, and I'm going to leave it there because the way it gets to the point where I have even a share right now is a really interesting story that will evolve, evolve with the show. Okay. So yeah, I actually I have the least. I do not own any stock whatsoever. I have just been fascinated by this saga. Because much like anything else, j just like uh, Rusty's, you know, popping off on uh, TikTok, much like GME stock, I figure like, you know, I think I'm jumping on this a little bit too late. So maybe I should just not do this. Um, I have some friends who I know, like, basically like meme stock, like almost collectible stock. I can't tell you how many wrestling fans I know have a single fucking share of WWE framed on their lonely, lonely wall. <laughs> like yeah i'm a, i'm helping the wwe brother and i i don't like it anymore but i i got stocks so well, does vince mcmahon have to sign it or Ooh, that might it might be it, it that might... might be the cheapest way to get an autograph i, I don't know their stock actually is not doing that good they're it, it's saying. actually it's actually really upsetting uh they fired a lot of wrestlers and staff during the pandemic and just to, just to show that they made record profit, like it was a hundred percent, like you know, no, we don't want to show a loss. So well, that that makes sense if you're going to sell afterwards. Like the UFC, were like, hey, look, Conor McGregor fights five times a year, and then sold, and then they're like, oh no, God, that we weekended Bernie him so hard. <laughs> you know, what? I I actually I just looked up WWE stock because you mentioned it real quick. Um, for the past week, it's been down about almost eight, uh, about thirteen percent. But it looks like it just fell off a cliff on the, what is that? On the, um, the fourth, so oh. two days ago. What, what, did something happen? 
they recently announced that their WWE Network uh, streaming app is going to be absorbed by Peacock. And uh, so now it, this thing that they've used, pretty much owned entirely to themselves is going to be a part of the greater Peacock. Unfortunately, we're reaching that era now where like apps are starting to swallow other apps and I don't like it. Mm. I'm guessing that was announced, what, Thursday or Wednesday? It, it was announced this week. It's, it's what they expect. They're going to make a shit ton of money on it. They're probably going to lose a little bit of stock for a hot minute. It'll go down. It'll come back up. Oh, it but... definitely went down. Yeah, um, maybe this is the time to buy in. Maybe maybe I can convince them to stop bringing back Goldberg every three fucking months. <laughs> Anyways. You just show up and slap your stock down on the counter? Yeah, Let's exactly. talk prime time. <laughs> I got some thoughts. I think we need more luchadors. I think we need to expand our luchador options. So anyway, let's get to the timeline here, and we'll get through this. Uh, All right. December 8th seems that we can go back further, but December 8th is really the genesis of this. GameStop reports terrible earnings and the stop uh, the stocks tumble, closing at 1366 a share. January 11th, Jan- uh, GameStop appoints three new directors to its board and in comes Wall Street bets. This is where a lot of the chatter comes in. Uh, two days later, January 13th, from $13.66, stock surged to $31.40. This, a lot of this is being discussed on the subreddit Wall Street Bets. And this is also where enters a character who will become known through this as Deep Fucking Value. Yes. So, DFD. So, you guys, uh, if you've been involved, I got involved in the Reddit way after this shit. Were you following anything? Do you know, like, the chatter that was leading up to all of a sudden this thing really building up? I do in hindsight. I wish I could say I was on the boards, but I'm not going to be one of those people who uh, goes and buys a GameStop stock today so they can say they were a part of it. Um, D- D- DFB, and, and it's come out since that that he may have technically still been a financial advisor at the time and maybe possibly shouldn't have been telling people this. Uh, but yeah, he was the first one to catch wind of uh, multiple uh, short sales on the GameStop stock which is to say that it was being borrowed and sold and borrowed and sold uh, for an increasing potential profit. Okay, so yeah, we should discuss just short selling uh, as it is. Now, I've done research on this, so I'm going to regurgitate the thing I only learned a week ago, and you guys can tell me how wrong I am. Basically, because GameStop was already not doing well, a short sell is essentially a gamble where what they are doing is they are borrowing like a hedge fund will borrow a share. Say uh, they're borrowing a share for that's worth $10. They then try, they sell that share for $10 to somebody else with the belief that the stock will fall and they'll be able to buy back that same stock for less. So borrow a $10 stock, sell it for $10. A week later, it goes down, you buy it for $7 and then return it to the original owner, having profited $3 in the yes. process. That sounds right? Pretty much. Sounds like something that should not be happening with trillions well, of dollars every day. The, but... on, the only thing I would correct you on is that you called it a gamble. And it is a gamble, but it's not supposed to be if you ask the people who do it. It should be free money for the when you have enough to play on that level. Like mm-hmm. it should be free money because why would the populace ever 
realize that there can't be 140% of a company or something like that. Right. Um, and you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. So when people like Elizabeth Warren go, this is basically your own private casino, that's really what they mean. So what you saw was um, a bunch of head funds were betting that GameStop and other, all these other companies are going to fail. And one thing that I find really interesting is the correlation between this and the main, three main indexes over the last two weeks. So last Thursday, you saw, well, I'll start with Wednesday at least. So the previous Wednesday, I think that was what, January, I always want to get my dates right here. January. January 27th, something happened. Um, well, all right. You, you, you yeah. know what? I I, I can yeah. I can get us in real quick to that with the <laughs> with the timeline there. All uh, right. January nineteenth, Citron Research, one of the head funds, calls GameStop buyers suckers in uh, in a tweet. This is where a lot of the hedge fund animosity comes from. From January twenty second to twenty fifth, the stock surges from forty three dollars and three cents to ninety six dollars and seventy three cents. So we are now. Uh, over a month away from that initial tumble. And the big thing that happens is January 26th, fucking billionaire elf boy, Elon Musk, <laughs> tweets out... The Keebler King. That's right. Tweets out a link to our Wall Street Bets on Reddit with only the phrase, Game Stonk. And the next day, January 27th, yep. The stocks that, again, a lot of these hedge funds have money invested that they're going to lose money uh, were as low as at the beginning of the month were $13.66. Here we are a little bit more than a month later after the Elon Musk thing, $354.83 a share. And they were down 21, no, $2.1 billion. Yeah, because the, the whole the whole thing is those hedge funds, they have to buy those things back. Those the, the entire agreement in borrowing those stocks is they will have to buy them back and return them. Right. So this is where the short squeeze comes in. And squeeze. About, go ahead. Oh, dude. I've all right. So short squeeze, first off, I love oh, it because well, can I take this one? Yeah, go ahead. All right, thanks. <laughs> you said go so, ahead. All right, <laughs> So basically the idea is this. So you, just like you said, all these people need to buy the stock. They said, we're buying it for 10, betting it's going to go down to seven, but now they have to buy back that stock and the price is going insane. It's going up to 300 at this point. So it goes from 60 to 90 to hundred and now $300 and they had to buy all these shares up. Well, the price kept going up because there was so much demand for these stocks and the short squeeze idea is the less availability there is of a product, the higher the price is because, hey, there's only one birthday cake shop in the, co in the town. <clears throat> and we said we're going to have a birthday party with cake, but only one place owns all the cakes now. So we have to pay as much as they want for all the cakes. Cake so, stock. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, I, I fucking... Uh, the thing about the short squeeze against me and where I love that Elon Musk comes into it is because this guy is literally fucking Dr. Manhattan, like, like, like from the watchman. And he is just so ambivalent about what happens. And he just walks in. He's like, it'd be a shame if people knew this was a thing because essentially like a short squeeze and a short sell, it, it's kind of like a prisoner's game. Like, you know, the prisoner's dilemma, mm -hmm. like 
So, uh, if you, if you don't, the concept that, uh, uh, if me and Jesse can like both have freedom, basically, if we just don't fuck each other over, then we should just hold strong diamond hands and, and fucking not fuck each other over. But if one of us snitches, there's a good chance we're both going to get fucked. So that the whole concept is that, yeah, you're going to make money on this short sell thing unless somebody decides to play against you. Right. The problem it is when that somebody is every fucking poor person in on reddit right who suddenly had this valuable stock it's literally to again reframe that prisoner thing it's like you and your buddy both get arrested for something and you go in saying like we're not going to squeal on each other we're not going to fuck each other over even though you know like the only way to win is that neither look up the the uh british game show golden balls i think it really, yeah yeah they may larry are you familiar with this why am i I'm talking not. about prisoners when we got golden balls here dude it's like <laughs> Gold- the one thing uk contributed to my, to my dialogue oh, yeah. to my lexicon golden balls was pretty much prisoner's dilemma the game show when you get to the very end of it where there's only two people say there's a hundred thousand dollars you have two balls in front of you it right. says of the balls you can choose split or steal if both of you choose split, you will split the $100,000. If both of you choose steal, nobody gets anything. If one of you choose split and the other one chooses steal, the stealer gets all the fucking money. So it's pretty much, it, it's designed to like, hey, we could be nice and we'll both get half of this. Or I could convince you that I'm nice, fuck you over and leave with double. Wow. So- now- in general, a prisoner's game, splitting makes sense because it's one person and another person. But in this case, it's hedge funds and the populace. And so a lot more people can win by the hedge funds getting fucked. Yeah. And that's where it gets super interesting from a social standpoint to me. Because now we're seeing the stocks rise again. And the question is, uh, is it people who are late to the party or is there a second bubble? Or is it going to be just stick it to the fucking man? All right, here's where I think we can approach this after getting to the next thing. So again, previously, January 27th, stocks sort of $354.83 a share. Hedge funds Citron, who previously called them suckers, and Melvin Capital closed their shorting stock positions to massive losses. The next day, the downfall begins when Robinhood, which is the app that a lot of this trading has been done on, even the name itself was supposed to indicate the common man gets in and can take from the rich now because we don't charge commission. We make it easy for the common man. Robinhood starts restricting trading. They so stupid. only allow you to sell. They do not allow you to buy anymore. This triggers immediate class action lawsuits. Uh, a, a lot of like class warfare shit too, which we'll get into in a second. Stocks peak during that day at $483.99 and plummet to $112.25 by the stock bell. So it pretty much goes, it, it goes up over a hundred dollars and then goes down to a third by the end of it. Uh, fun little fact here. We can't all be diamond boys. Can't all be diamond boys. AOC tweets that this is unacceptable. Ted Cruz, the Republican, agrees. And then she claps back with, yeah, I would rather work with people who didn't try to get me killed three fucking weeks ago by a, a, a bunch of boogaloo boys. But thanks anyway. Yeah. And one thing about the she entire said, anyone else, she said, can anyone else agree with me? <laughs> 
Well, she had about two million people on Reddit at that point would agree with her, so she had that. But uh, the the other thing, too, is it wasn't just Robin Hood, and I think that's something that kind of gets lost in all of this. Mm. So the, the easy thing is to say Robin Hood hurt everyone. Yes and no. Obviously, Robin Hood did, but it wasn't so much that Robin Hood said, hey, let's do this in coordination with Wall Street. They have a whole, they have a company that does all their, um, they have a closing house company. And Rusty, you might be able to help me with this, but I always get the terminology a little wrong here. Um, they have a clearinghouse called Apex Solutions. And Apex is, are the people who actually handle all that stuff. Um, the best analogy I can give is, and I've been talking to a friend of mine who used to do this stuff somewhat prof- professionally, or at least knew what he was doing. I said, well, what basically happened on that on that Thursday is it's like you go to a casino and you right. place a bet and you start doing really well. Then at, at one point, you have a multi-million dollar bet. If you win, you get a billion dollars. If you lose, well, you lose all everything you came with. And it's like the casino realizing that they can't cover the bet, so they have to go to the bank so they can get the money so they can cover the bet. That's basically what happened Thursday. The clearinghouse said, we don't have enough money to cover these bets, you need to, we need to find a way to get that money. Right. It, it, it's yeah. it, it's potentially very illegal. It, it wasn't just Robin Hood. It, right. it was several more notable, like, I don't want to say more notable because Robin Hood is the most household name, but that's really the problem here. Right. Uh, it, it, there, there's two things going on. There's the, the actual legal, like, you can't shut down the casino because I'm winning. That's yes. not how this right. works. But then there's also... This whole aspect of Robinhood is literally the day traders app. It's named fucking Robinhood. And they have no necessarily loyalty to anything but their own pockets. I understand. I mean, that. don't don't you remember the cartoon where Robinhood in the third act goes like, guys, I think we took enough. Can we like take a nap or something yeah. like I, I'm sure there's some statistic out there that says that uh, dis, uh, despite putting all their lottery winnings into the lottery, poor people take their stock earnings and just run with it. And they were like, they, they couldn't count on people to stick around and buy more stocks or something. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's uh, definitely, I don't know. It's like when the champ gets knocked out and they're like, no, but we got him in the rematch still. He's still the favorite. Like that was a fluke. Right. Yeah. This is where like a lot of the rebellion aspects at this point, I really saw coming up when people were fucking furious. It's like, oh, it's okay when, you know, the hedge funds fucking bankrupt the world and they can get bailouts. But now that the regular people are doing it, they're kneecapping us. I mean, you had the president of the fucking, I think it was uh, the NASDAQ or the stock exchange. You know how much these people love regulation on TV saying we need regulation because they're taking a bath for a change. But, and, and and the thing is, I can in a way sympathize with them. I can say because there's two main things that I, that I feel like are going through the stock uh, the stockbrokers' heads, like the actual fucking uh, people who try to short sell. And, and that's one. I didn't know you guys were playing, which is like <laughs> fair, yeah. fair. Right. And then there's two, which is you don't even know how to play. And I totally fucking get that. Like like you ever seen you ever played fucking like 
I don't know, like fucking Soul Calibur, and somebody's just yeah. mashing with Keelik, and they're just hitting you in the balls with their fucking pokey stick. That yeah, that's, that's that's yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. And that's how Wall Street looks at you. You're fucking right. standing ten feet away, poking them with your Robin Hood pokey stick right in the nutsack, and you don't even know what you're doing. The fact of the matter is that there are a lot of different factions in this because if you go to the the Wall Street uh, bets pages, you'll see the people who are like deep fucking value and they're the ringleaders and they're letting everyone know, Hey, this is free money for us to take. And I honestly get more money if you help. So buy shit. But then there's people who are literally went back. because they were so worried about uh, uh, insider trading that they just edited their posts to say, I swear, I really like this stock. It's a really nice <laughs> I stock. Like stock. Okay. I like the stock. I like so, the stock. So that, that's a great intro to the thing I wanted to get here, which is some of the lingo that is happening on uh, the, the memification of this that was happening on Wall Street bets. I yeah. just, I'm sorry. Before you go into that, I just want to mention one more thing about the, the Apex thing and the clearinghouses and all that. Oh stuff. yes, yes, yes. Just real quick, um, I forgot the name names, which were it wasn't just Robinhood; it was also TD Ameritrade, um, E Trade, and a bunch of others. I think. I think Rebull might be involved. I please don't quote me on that. But they're basically it went up. Rebull was not down. Sorry. Rebull is chill. Okay, cool. Thank you very much for that. Direct all lo lo lawsuits to Larry West, LarryWestProductions.com. <laughs> Um, I, I like I how he was like, hang on, before, before we tell these jokes, I want to name names. <laughs> <laughs> I also know public, um, public.com, which is also a stock trading app, which I also own some stock on, again, disclosure. Um, I signed up for, with them because they also have Apex, but Apex said, you have to stop. And they said, no, we're not going to do that. So hmm. every company actually had a chance to say yes or no to them. Some of them did say no, but a lot of them said yes. And we can talk about, you know, it'll be discovered later why that was the case. Okay. But yeah, like at this time, this is where, uh, again, we were rusty. You were talking about like they view us as outsiders and we are, but I think that's part of the problem because nobody's thing was like, oh, look there, you know, now he wants regulation. Ha ha ha. The issue is like, no this really should have been regulated a long time ago. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of the people getting involved, none of them would be like, I have a fundamental right to this. It seemed like they were really exploiting, like you guys have these fucked up rules and now we're jumping in and turning it against you. And now you're crying foul. Like we're fucking up your personal hedge funds. You guys have tanked the country several fucking times. And I remember in the whole uh, housing market bubble when people were really discussing like bailouts and the public at large didn't want bailouts. And then they would go to like uh, New York stock exchange. Everyone's like, well, yeah, of course you need to bail them out. It's like, well, doesn't it say something that maybe we should not. It's one of those arguments I hear uh, about the stock market a lot is that the way it's structured pretty much the way that it's structured and legislated is uh Big time recessions and everybody losing all their fucking money is part of the model. And the only reason yeah. it exists is because a few assholes get a lot of power and they get it regulated because the whole gamble is like, yeah, but I don't, get, if everyone else gets fucked over, I'll never get the chance to be a super cajillionaire. And, and, it, and the fucking Congress looks at them and says, good point. You know, that's, that's part of it. Um, but the, 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 like I started to mention before earlier was 
we, we just saw what how how this is actually working. And that's the scariest and if not saddest part. So back in March of last year, the entire market crashed because the entire country shut down for a pandemic. That made perfect sense. Record unemployment, everyone's freaking out. No one knows what to do. The market crashes. That made sense. But what didn't make sense was what happened over the following year, which is it has reached, it has virtually doubled and reached record highs. And that doesn't make any sense when you still see that unemployment is like 10%. Like you have all these people on unemployment, worried about everything. No one knows what's going on. The stock market is reaching record highs. At first, I thought it was just, oh, well, it's forward thinking. It it sees things getting better in Europe. Therefore, the market's going to get better. And at first, that was true. But that no longer makes any sense because things aren't getting better and unemployment is going up. We don't know how much stimulus we're getting. In fact, we didn't get a freaking stimulus check for another nine months. So there was nothing really propping up the economy. What was propping it up is what we saw that Thursday on the 27th. What happened was all these hedge funds had all these bills due. Like they're losing billions of dollars on this GameStop short squeeze. And at that point, it wasn't just GameStop. It was also um, the band AMC, game. Blackberry and Nokia. There's a bunch right, of Right, right. Yeah, there were, other, there were other stocks in similar situations. But GameStop's right. the funniest one. And I'm so <laughs> happy. Of all the options, yeah, Blackberry, AMC, those would have been funny. Right. It all would have been funny. But to have it be like, game stock like like something that these boomers like think that we like but we actually fucking hate something that fucked us over for years and years and stole our money that's oh, yeah. so poetic dude. so so many people made the poetic joke of like oh you're upset that the thing you bought is now depreciated in value clearly you've never tried to get store credit on a video game at GameStop. It's, it's, exactly. it's, it, the joke's hacky because it's too perfect it's too poetic <laughs> we don't deserve something so beautiful so all, all these banks are losing, all these hedge funds are losing all this money, like billions and billions of dollars about this. And they have to get their money somewhere to cover the losses. So they're selling their main, their, their piggy banks in the index funds, like the, Do, like the Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and S&P stocks. So they all started to tank when GameStop kept going up because they had to cover their losses somewhere. And now we know how the game is played. They're, ba- they're basically shorting stocks and using that money to buy reliable stocks in three major indexes because they know they're always going to get returned because they're propping it up. And that's how it's run. That's why the market is what it is at this point. Yeah, you know, it's gladiator shit. It's like they decide who lives and who dies. And uh, they decided GameStop were going to die. Just doing a thumb thing into the camera. (laughs) Um, So he's putting it up his ass. Yes, I, I'm, I, don't you remember so Gladiator where he holds up his thumb and then he takes a big whiff and it goes, ooh, damn. I can't, I can't do the lip pop thing. Can you do that for me? Thank that, you. That show up. <laughs> um, so, something... Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you uh, not entertained? So something to sideline for a second is really to look at like just how far the entire purpose of having a stock market and just how much it's changed. Now, maybe I'm naive as fuck and I'm coming in like, you know, the third grader, like, you know, like, yeah, in school I learned we had racism and then Martin Luther King <laughs> and then all the racism went away. Uh, but it would seem to me that the initial thing of the wall of Wall Street was it was a way for businesses to get investment to then put into production. And now it seems like it's just become a fucking like money paintball orgy is that 
accurate or yeah. has, has it always been kind of fucked up to this extent? I, I think it's always been kind of fucked up. And, and I'm, I'm partially just basing that off of the, the Leonardo DiCaprio starred film, uh, uh, the Wolf of wall street. But yeah. uh, uh, no, I mean, I, I think that personal private casino uh, people are really not digging into that sentiment and they're looking at it and they're like, yeah, they make money real quick. And like, yeah, they do do that. But no, it's literally a personal private casino. Like it, it is what bookies do. It, it is, hey, do you want to bet on my company to succeed? And I'll bet on this company to succeed. It is literally placing bets. And it's in a language that supposedly we don't understand. You know what I mean? Because you're supposed to have to yeah. be in the know. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the local massage parlor that like there's a brothel going on in the fucking basement. Only the brothel is legal. It's gone so far from its original intention. <laughs> the brothel line is coming up into the main lobby and out the front door. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was for the register. But no, it's, it, it's, it's it's just insane at how much how much stroke these guys have in politics, in the economy at large, when essentially like they're not producing anything. They're not creating anything. It's nothing but like inflating wealth and, you know, just, just fucking people over. It's, it, it's, it really is fucking crazy that it is just like this massive, it's like, it's like a fucking sports league that you need to, you know, yeah. 10 years of education to get in on. It, or at least it was until wall street bets and everyone else kind of broke it. And I, I I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm, I'm happy that you said the sports league thing because I've been debating using this metaphor the whole time where like it is an underdeveloped sport. Like how it, at one point in MMA, they had to be like, oh, wait, maybe you shouldn't be able to bite and punch people in the nuts. And then they had to write a rule where you couldn't do that anymore. Regulation. Like, like, like it is a, an underdeveloped sport that only the, the select few have played over the years. And it's so underdeveloped that they haven't regulated things that, that should be regulated, partially because those loopholes benefit them and partially because it never came into play. There was never a need to say like, hey, you know, you're not allowed to uh, uh, band together and pick a stock and all put your pennies in and, and buy it. You know what I mean? Like, but, but now they're kicking themselves for not writing that rule. Like, well, the, the weird thing is they did and they didn't. So you, you can't do a pump and dump and for those who don't know what a pump and dump is the idea is hey here's the stock you should all buy this stock and what they don't tell you is that they own the stock and they're trying to get you to buy as much as possible so that way when it goes up they sell and then they're out the door and they got their money you can't do that. oh yeah that's a, that, that's that real hustler like yeah i want to sell you this watch oh but that watch you have over there is much nicer oh no no, no. you don't want that watch there's a whole and obviously they're set the thing they're trying to sell you is the thing they're pretending to not try to sell you kind yep. of although I, in this particular I, case they are trying to sell you on gamestop being a multi-billion dollar company when it's the stock really was worth what it was for a so, reason. so for example and kind of moving things into the the glorious meme talk I am sitting on uh, a little bit of Dogecoin. Uh, uh, Dogecoin is a meme coin. That's what it was made to be. But you saw after GameStop kind of got blocked up by Robinhood, it got restricted, and people were feeling like, oh, I don't know if I can buy in at two, $300 a share. They were looking for something. And you see everyone, every fucking, even Facebook memes. Facebook's the last to know about everything. And, and it still says fucking buy Dogecoin in the fucking hashtags. And, and, and that really, 
I'm happy to check now and see that it's uh, over five cents at the moment. Mm. But uh, it, it, it's 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 almost like looting. It's like all right, a thousand people. We're all gonna rush in and steal shit, and you're gambling on you're not gonna be the last twenty people there when the cops show up. Yep. It's, it, yep. And the literally. About, and the thing about Dogcoin and and uh, GameStop is they they're it's something very interesting. So I talked about pump and dump. You can't do that. You can't coordinate to all buy a stop and stock in order to pump the price. You, you really can't to a point. But with cryptocurrency, those regulations do not exist. You can totally pump and dump it. So what happened yep. was on Thursday. Well, and, and also, it's been called a little bit hypocritical that like a lot of these people are like, oh, well, you can't pump and dump. However, like the head of a fucking company or the head of a market can go on TV and give the news and exactly. give a, a technical like inflation of worth or devaluation of worth with a TV appearance. It, right. It's like, you know how some people are like face blind. It's it's <laughs> like, if you like dated a girl who was face blind and like, you got to like, just describe what you look like to her. And she was just like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, yeah. I just bro- see a blur. That's bro- a sexy blur though. Broad right, chin, it- blue eyes. I'm all I'm about this. I'm also penis size blind. Uh, how long is this? <laughs> But yeah, you. <laughs> Thirty-seven <laughs> inches around. <laughs> oh my god! So you have the- <laughs> Jesse's got a pumpkin. <laughs> so you- All right, so you have the hedge fund guys. The pumpkin king, <laughs> baby. Going on TV. <laughs> the great pumpkin. <laughs> oh, why, why? Why won't Jesse's wife do anal? Uh, <laughs> I I have to be the straight guy in this one. Something something. <laughs> great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, <laughs> oh god. She she didn't believe in the great pumpkin. She she learned. She learned this. <laughs> she learned the spirit of Halloween this year. When she hears this, it's going to be more of a jack o' lantern. <laughs> she spent some oh. time by herself. Oh. All right. Done with the puns. Done with the puns. <laughs> All right. So. Let's take it back to the moon. Sorry about the hedge fund guys. Yes, they would go on TV. Sorry, and- teacher. <laughs> And they would talk, go, hey, you know, this stock is awesome and you should buy it. When obviously they have a lot of money invested in that stock, either doing well or bad. Um, so that's pump and dump without being pump and dump. And that's the thing. Like the regulations were there to say you can't do this, but there's loopholes to allow it to happen. And now we've seen there's a giant social media based loophole that may or may not need to be closed. But the dog coin thing was weird. So Thursday, no one was allowed to buy GameStop or a bunch of other stuff. You were banned from doing it. So say you threw 300 bucks in your account so you buy all the stock. You can't do it now. And then you hear about dog coin. Dog coin is like less than a penny. So you put your money in and all of a sudden during that same day, you see it go up, up, and up. Um, I, to seven cents. Right. Actually, here's the, here's the screwed up thing. The night before it went out, went down, uh, went up to seven cents. I sold all my dog coins so I could buy more game So you could ho- buy more to hold on to. Yes. I know diamonds are forever, but uh... it was the dumbest thing I've done. And I was so mad at myself. But by the time I heard about dog coin going up, I'm like sure. So I, I took some money and I put it in dog coin, and then it literally doubled in the course of like two to three hours. I'm like, oh my god, this is literally free money now. So I started transferring money so I could do it. And then Robinhood said, you can't do that anymore. You can't do automatic transfers and make it go to crypto. You have to wait for it to clear. Yep. And 
they did that Thursday night when it went up to eight cents. And then the, I said, I know it's going to go back down because I was really psyched when it finally reached the penny. And I sold 90% of what I had because I knew it wasn't, I knew it wasn't going to do that again anytime soon. Surprise, surprise. And um, I was going to we're, we're almost it, at six cents now. And then sell. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, I fell asleep and I lost. I didn't lose anything. God, thank God. But I, it went from eight cents down to four when I woke up and sold what I could and kept the rest and went from there. All right, let's talk about Crazy some. Stuff. Let's talk about some of the logo, the logo, the uh, lingo. Lingo. Yeah. lingo. Speaking of which, for somebody who won't say retard, you sure say pump and dump really aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> like you uh, got a thing against one night stands. <laughs> I mean, I want to be some fucking pump and dump. That's right. Diamond ass. So I love the uh, diamond ass. <laughs> you take a pumpkin in that diamond ass. There you go. That's a, uh, guys. I'm, I'm just a great pumpkin looking for a diamond ass that can, uh, hold, that can hold me to the moon. <laughs> hold me to the moon. All right. So diamond hands. I, I love the idea of this because so in this, I'm looking at wall street bets. I'm checking the conversation happening. And of all the phrases, there's, to the moon, diamond hands, hold, ape, and retard. That's in there. And I just like the stock. First off, diamond hands. So the explanation I received from this is you got a hot stock on your hands. What kind of hands do you have? Do you have paper hands that as soon as this gets a little hot, you're going to sell it for, you know, nothing? Or are you diamond hands? Are you going to hold that shit? Let it burn. Yup. Yep, you got to be able to hold on to it. You got to take the heat. You, you, your hands don't melt, baby. They stay strong, and they're forever. You hold it forever like a diamond. Forever. Because yep. that's the whole thing. You know a downfall is coming at some point, but if all of you can just hold, you can make that. We've already seen it at this point. We've seen the stock skyrocket as high as like $484. Uh, to the moon, whole idea is you're on a rocket ship. How far are you going to ride that rocket ship? And now that you mention it, we should, yes, no, exactly. we're going to, we're going to take the stock all the way. We're taking it all the way to the moon, baby. We're taking it out of this world. Uh, I know I, I was going to say was, um, I, I guess I hadn't really thought about it, but uh, I feel like almost when you can coordinate a bunch of people to actually hold their stock, like, you know how hard it is to get like six extras on set to shut up, like yeah. fucking <laughs> to get an entire subreddit to like, hold a stock and lose money in their faces like that should be worth double honestly seriously especially like there are people who are going to lose their fucking shirt and when we get to the timeline we'll see that's happening now yeah but uh god there was so much camaraderie in there of people like because not only are like you know if we hold this we can all make a shit ton of money also we're gonna be making it by fucking over the bad guys Yes. Who want yeah. nothing it, more than for us to lose Hollywood and to get the fuck out shopping. of their game. They're already shopping scripts for this right now. I yeah. swear to God, they actually are. It's Ooh, hilarious. Channing, like two, Ch- Channing Tatum is deep fucking value. <laughs> <laughs> not on my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> he's not getting any stocks in her. Uh, um, so, to the moon, diamond hands, hold, obviously, it's just hold. Um, hold the line. Hold the line. Hold Ape. The line. Ape, I really don't know. Where did oh, Ape no, come you, from? You don't get that one? You don't get Ape? Apes strong together. Look at you. Together. Look at us. Ape strong together. Right. Okay. Ape alone weak. Ape together strong. 
we're stupid apes. That's the whole thing. We're right. just dumb apes, and we need to band together. Those Facebook groups where it's like we all pretend to be ants or like we all pretend to be crabs, like like those have been our tr- our fucking training simulators. <laughs> As now they're like, all right, you've upgraded from some sort of uh, arthropod, and now you're a, a meat and flesh ape, and you have a brain, so use it. Hold right. <laughs> And, and along with that, the entire, you know, apes thrown together thing and, you know, we don't know what we're talking about. So, I mean, basically, the entire aura of Wall Street bets before this even happened was don't listen to what we're talking about because we don't know what we're doing and you really shouldn't listen to us. And it was said over and over again, like, we don't know what we're doing. You shouldn't listen to us. And lo and behold, we didn't listen. It was really vital. And everyone listened to him because apparently a million... Um, million monkeys and a bunch of typewriters actually wrote Shakespeare, and that's kind of what happened. No, mm-hmm. they pulled it off, and that's uh, where exactly does retard fit in here? Like, is it is it? I I know uh, autism is something that get they're trying to uh, give some positivity to autism as just like an adjective to put on somebody, and one of the aspects of autism being like you know we're all going to do this thing that is not good for us because we don't know any fucking better, but like, we're going to make it work. You know, I, I might actually be wrong here, but I thought it was just a combination of like the uh, average edgy internet brain uh, uh, kind of jumping to um, like the, we just like the stock thing in a less clever way where it's like, Hey, you know, I'm just retarded. I'm just doing it. I don't, I'm right. not, I'm not fixing no markets. Okay. Right, because this, well, even though it's happening on Reddit, there actually has been uh, a lot of overlap with the fucking animals at 4chan. And often they don't like each other because Reddit tends to be far more left-wing. 4chan tends to be far more right-wing. I have been following 4chan and the horrible poll boards ever since the Trump thing, watching these people lose their fucking shit, pretending like, you know. Remember when they drove Shia LaBeouf to madness? That was beautiful. That was 100% beautiful. Go look up internet historian uh, Shia LaBeouf and find out how a bunch of, again, autistic kids on 4chan just did their best to destroy this guy's life using, like, fucking star navigation to they find out. The, the the chemtrails of planes to figure out how to triangulate a location. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was it, They were just doing everything they could to ruin Shia LaBeouf's art project, and it's amazing. But my point is in uh, like, oh yeah, like really pushing the Trump QAnon shit like during Biden's fucking inauguration. Mm -hmm. Like I just know any minute Trump's going to come in on a fucking hang glider, put his hand on the book and like intercept the the presidency somehow. And then overnight, all they were talking about was the GameStop stock. So so a a, a really kind of like when the fucking elves show up during the battle in the lord of the rings the two towers like there was there was once an alliance between the two of us known as gamestop where we both picked up mario kart 64 (laughs) today we honor that allegiance dude Uh, it's fucking great man i uh yeah no i uh i i think it's like uh the classic um the classic joke uh uh, how many retards does it take to fix a market how many four chan i don't know i was ripping it i didn't it was a rhetorical. Uh, I, I do that thing where the setup is the joke and then you let your mind run wild 
Well, this is a perfect time to return to the down the the uh, timeline. February first, the downfall begins. The true downfall. Yes. Yes. We we have had the stock restrictions of Robinhood and others in the week before that put it, but still closed at one twelve twenty five for a stock that was worth, you know, thirteen dollars a month and a half ago. But uh, yeah, the the fall this week, and I, we were initially talking last week what we were going to do for this podcast, and you guys were both of the opinion of let's play it out, let's see where it goes, and unfortunately, it went down. Opened the week at three hundred and sixteen dollars and fifty six cents, closed Friday at sixty three seventy seven on February fifth. Yep. Um, I I'm starting to think that me and Larry here, we had different opinions on the whole. There's no video on this, right? Cause I'm walking around in my underwear. We're, um, not, we're not using it aside from personal purposes, which. Okay. That's fine. You already have more. I'll be um, having, I'll be having, <laughs> having a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin pie later. With it. <laughs> Fuck dude. All right. Now I'm just picturing you naked. Ooh. Um, it is, okay, it, it, so... it is as thick as a lantern. Wow. <laughs> I think uh, why is it green? Um, I think Larry here wanted to hold off uh, out of optimism. It sounds like I wanted to hold off out of a complete story. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, did you think it was going to balloon more? Did you think? Did you think we were going on another ride to the moon? Honestly, did you oh. get one of those Elon Musk rocket ships that comes back and doesn't explode like the Challenger? So I'm, I'm going to give the honest answer to all of this too. So. Um, back in December, I, I know it sounds long, it's going to be really short. Back in December, I bought some stocks because in, I bought some share of GameStop because I was reading the chatter on Wall Street beds. It's like, you know what? Sure, I'll give it a shot. And I know I don't say I give financial advice. I will give one bit of financial advice at this moment, which is never invest more than you're willing to lose. That's the advice. Yeah. So Life advice really good life advice in general too. So I only put in as much as win or lose. It's like, you know what? It's not doing that great. I don't feel like it's going anywhere. You guys are saying it's going to do great. I don't see it. I'm going to take it. So I can't remember. I looked at my Robinhood history to figure out a better idea. And I still don't know what happened. Um, but I do know that I had eight shares on the Friday when it went from like 20 bucks to 80. And then it went down to 60. And I was like, oh my God, I need more money than I ever did before. I'm really excited. And I started, saw, saw it start to tank after it hit 80. And then when it hit around 70, I said, you know what? I'm going to get, I'm out. I got my money. I'm good. Something in me said, go back in. So I sold all my shares at that point, but I went back and I bought four more at about 64, 62 dollars. I'm like, I can't remember anymore. And I'm really glad I did because the, the, at that point, the, the word on Wall Street Best was, it's going to go up. And I figured, well, it'll probably do really well, but I don't know how well it's going to do. And then, you know, there were rumors like, oh, I'll go to $1,000. Like, uh-huh, sure, whatever. If it makes it to 400 I'll be happy. They're saying 420 I know the joke. Sure, whatever. <laughs> if it goes to even, if it even goes that high, I'll be happy. And that's how I felt about it. So Thursday comes around. And Thursday, it is, like, exciting. I've got my sugar on. Um, based on that Wolf of Wall Street meme where they're playing Rational Gaze, I got Mashuga going. I've got a couple of other, um, I got Darkest Hour from the big short play. I'm like, yes, uh, this is going to be great. <laughs> and it's going up and up and up. And then I look and then I'm like, 
Did a bird hit the satellites? You know, that's what they're taking. Birds well, don't live in space. That's that's your first mistake. That's your first mistake. Well, the satellite so, bitch. I'm sorry. I, I no. know I, I know the first day. Um, there was rumors that there was some uh, manipulation going on, legal manipulation. Um, the theory was that the people who still were stuck holding on to the stock, betting it on the short squeeze, were coordinating a ladder attack. Now, are either of you familiar with what a ladder attack is? Yes. Please explain. Uh, <laughs> Rossi, do you want to go first this time? No, I was going to say that I don't know. So, looks like if you lied, you just backed yourself into a corner. <laughs> well then, I do know what a ladder attack is. It does not exist. What? A ladder attack is... Now, I, I'll be admit, I will admit, I thought there was something called a ladder attack. Now, what well, I, I, actually, you know what? Before you explain what it actually is, let me explain what the perception, what people thought this was on That's Monday. That's exactly what I was about to do, but please go ahead. Okay, well, I'll do, I'll do it anyway. Um, <laughs> so the theory was that they noticed the stock was going down, yet there wasn't a lot of volume actually being moved. I believe a ladder attack is something done with a computer algorithm where uh, pretty much the hedge funds are selling stocks to each other below the value but they're doing it for like microns of a cent like fractions of a cent with the end result being the actual value of the stocks do not go down all that much it, it, it's it, it's a manipulated devaluation so it looks like the stock itself is really going down whereas realize it's been the same small amount of stocks that have just been traded back and forth thousands of times in a single day that was my perception Tell me how I'm wrong. I'm used to it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> my self-esteem is at my toes. Continue. He said you're right. <laughs> yeah, you were actually right. That's what people thought a ladder attack was. And that's exactly what happened for a bunch of days. I looked at the volume. The volume the, um, the previous week was in the millions. Like every, if, um, if you're familiar with candlesticks in terms of stock trading, basically a candlestick will show you how well a stock is doing at any given moment in the mostly at I use a five-minute time frame, and I'll show you how, what the peaks were, what the lows were, and how much volume there was at that time. The candlestick for last for the for that week when it was like almost 500 bucks, the candlestick every five minutes was like millions of trades. Like I think there were a couple of billion trade days actually. Um, last, this week it went down to a couple hundred thousands and maybe a peak or a valley of a million stocks there. I'm telling you all this because that's important to why the ladder attack doesn't it exist, but it doesn't exist. So I saw that and I was like, oh my God, there's a ladder attack going on. And I was like, no, there was a ladder attack and that's where the price went down. Um, there's this guy who, um, named Bruce from British Columbia called, who has a thing called stock markets with Bruce. He's retired. He's been, he did it for like 40 years and he knows what he's talking about. And he said, there's no such thing as a ladder attack. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? And he explained it as uh, what you what you're what we're talking about at about being traded for a hundredth of a cent. That just always happens. That's literally what the market does. It's just a part of the market. I can't tell you how it relates to value, but obviously it does drive it down. But this is literally just a natural part of the market. And that's all I really can say about that. Okay. It's messed up. The, the, it's the, super the, messed up. Right. The, the, the theory that was was happening was it was all these people like uh 
unlike Citron and Melvin, who uh, Melvin, Melvin, Melvin. They, they they got out, but they took a shellacking. So the theory was these were people who had done the short, who were desperately trying to get the value back down. And uh, but I, I guess that's not actually what happened. I guess this week the bubble just burst and people just started, you know, paper hand bitches started selling. Well, I'll, no, there was a lot of paper handed bitchery for sure. There, there's a lot of paper tigers out there who talked a big game and then couldn't back it up. Um, oh yeah, it's so it's so easy like, to go online and scream hold. You can literally, if you have one of those two PC setups, you can literally be typing hold with the left hand and sell, sell, sell with the right. Yeah, well, no, I, I could do that. I got a fucking. I'm on my laptop now, but you know, I got a whole thing. Oh, yeah, baby. I was gonna <laughs> two, say two too, pumpkins. like. I think that there was, I mean, just because it's not called a ladder attack doesn't mean it didn't happen and it didn't have the effect that they were looking for. They probably were still doing it on purpose to lower the price of stock, but it's just not called a ladder attack and it's not really a ladder attack. No, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It, it, it's not like necessarily a sinister thing. It, it, it's right. just, it, it can affect you poorly. It's only you know, like, it's only a t- an attack if it's attacking me, you know? Right. Like, it's like, it, it, it's just it, trading. It's, it's like the wildlife in Australia. Sure, it looks like it was put together by an evil genius, but this is just the weird fucking monster that is created and thrives in this fucking bizarre I ecosystem. I still think the wildlife of Australia are the people, and the people are the wildlife. But that's Uh-oh. a whole nother podcast. But I, about I, that. But to your point, like, it, it does exist. This is a real thing that normally happens. That well, that, doesn't well, that, you can't weaponize it. What what do you think the actual downfall this week was? Was it just paper hands? Was it people cashing out? Um, I'm really glad you asked, and it's it's a big it's a big answer. I'm gonna be honest with you, it really is. Um, but I'm gonna try to condense it as much as possible. Three words or less. Well, that shit's not happening. Part <laughs> paper hands, bitch. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, Frank. Um, so what happened was going to Friday, like if. You had three. If you spent three hundred dollars for a share on GameStop on Friday, that would have been the time to sell. I'm just saying that now because it was on my head. Um, but going to the weekend, there was a trend on Twitter called Silver Squeeze. I'm like, the hell's that? Oh, the silver shit. I for it's not in right. my notes, but I forgot that there it's was okay. some real. So the Silver Squeeze thing was a hashtag that was being promoted to say, "Hey, GameStop's over." You should buy silver. Silver's the new GameStop. And it was the dumbest thing I had ever seen. And I, I got suckered into it myself. I bought two shares of, um, I think it's called SVL or SLV. Basically, it was a silver index that's owned by, um, it's owned by Citadel. And Citadel, as you probably can guess, helped bail, bail out Melbourne Capital. Now, I'm not saying... Citadel said, let's do this, but I am saying someone said, hey, let's pump up silver. You can't squeeze silver, both literally and figuratively, you can't squeeze it. And right. It's too much money. There's too much of it. You can't squeeze it. It's a very resilient metal. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people were saying that these were these were infiltrators that were trying to come into the community. Like, uh, yeah. to, to the extent that people were doing a lot of, like, search history of... Uh, reddit's people who were saying like you know sell now now's the time uh get silver all this shit and they had like a two-day-old reddit account to their history meaning they had just signed up just joined the community and now we're trying to speak in as if like hey guy, you know hello fellow wall street betters hello fellow kids <laughs> yeah. i think we should buy silver 
Right. I'm sorry. I'm 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 now a paper-handed person. Therefore, I'm buying silver because GameStop's going down. And what I think what we saw because of the silver squeeze hashtag and the entire silver squeeze thing was, I I firmly believe that was the first time we've seen hex funds and Wall Street act hex funds and Wall Street actually try to work in this new environment where a lot of buzz can raise or lower the price of the stock, and it mm-hmm. kind of worked. It worked in terms of hurting GameStop. It totally hurt it, but it didn't help silver because I had two shares and I sold it by noon because it wasn't going anywhere. And I look back, it's still going down. Like bad uh, investment, bad per- investment. Per- personally, I think uh, uh, that it makes sense for there to be a high watermark. I think this is something that's never been accomplished before. I think it's something that we'll probably never see again. This is like a super unique event in that uh, the uh, the entire fucking financial industry was caught with its pants down and enough people were coordinated in a way to, to catch them that way. Like literally the population noticed that there was 140% of a company missing and it was at a price where people could afford to buy in at a starter level. And, also and- at, at precisely the time fucking stimulus checks go out to people. Yep. And here's something I've been talking about with my co-host, Jeff Colella quite a bit. Shout out the Sweet Heat podcast. Shout out Jeff. Uh, is that it was the one week, the one week in months since COVID sports restarted up that there was no sports betting. Mm, there was no really? football. It happened or, on the bye week for the Super Bowl. There, there was on the, dude, all this shit's going down as the end of the football season. There's, it's playoffs. There's only like two games happening. And then there's the bye week of the Super Bowl. Basketball was kind of in shambles that week. There wasn't mm. anything like really crazy to be betting on. Like, it, it was it, people had excess income they they had whatever they're back at work still getting unemployment it really was a perfect storm and meanwhile the fucking the, these companies didn't know we were gunning for them they weren't on reddit looking yeah. it, every single one of these companies is now going to have some fucking millennial ass douchebag tro- fucking prowling these websites fucking yeah. trolling them like the, in, be the, the industry standard now yep the infiltrators that are in there now are going to be like season members being told by their fucking employers what information they should be feeding out there i really yep. dude, the, the the co-opting of social media by like huge powers really kind of terrifies me i mean obviously we had the whole thing with trump but uh give you an example of this Th- this pissed me off i i like aoc alexandria cortez but uh, one thing that was such blatant fuckery, you remember when that video came out of like her dancing, dancing in college? Yeah. So the whole thing, somebody posted on Twitter, like, oh, look at this pretty, not this exact language, like, look at this dumb bitch dancing. This is why we don't fucking trust her. And everybody responded like, actually, I think it's pretty cool that she's dancing. And then it comes to be found out that this was a Twitter account that like had no followers, had been used just that day. It seemed very clearly to be, a democratic strategy of we're going to put out this video, but pretending we're a distributor that fucking hates it. And like, you know, straw manning, basically, I'm going mm. to pretend to be a Republican and say, look at this bitch thinking she can dance. And now she's a Congressman. And then all they got was all this positive, like fuck Republican. And I don't care for Republicans, but they definitely like, that was fucking dirty, dirty and sneaky. And it fucking worked. I, I can't say anything about that, but I can say, that you, uh, I think you're both right. So two things are going to start. What, one thing already exists, and the other one's going to start happening. And the thing that is going to start happening is all these hedge funds and Wall Street firms are going to have people 
who just do social media. That's all they do. They just track social media and they're going to try to pump up certain things on social media. The other thing is it already exists. Um, what you're talking about in terms of tracking the stocks. I had the idea on um, one night of, I should be able to Twitter bot that can look at Twitter and then figure out like what are the big stocks are always being mentioned. So that way I have an idea. Well, no, I, I know it can be done. My, my yeah. thing is that it's like, uh, uh, wasn't it, I, I think it was like one of the Oceans movies or something, but there's something where they break into a place to, to show them that their fucking security is bad. Like my, my thing is like, I, I just don't think that they're ever going to let something like this slip by them again. Oh, it can't. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. It, it literally it won't can't happen again, again now. I, I know that they can be monitoring it. Plenty of people do. But, right. they, you but, know, they're, they, they've never felt threatened by the populace until now. Right. Well, so that, no they had it. fucking monsters like me and you, yeah. Larry. And the other thing, too, is there, I'll just say, say this real quick. There actually is a tool right now that there's a website that actually does monitor um, Walsh, um, Reddit and Twitter to figure out what stocks are that people are talking about. It already exists. That's it. So um, now they're just going to implement it. So what do you think, what do you guys think is in the future for the GameStop stop as we lead into uh, week three of this insanity? Personally, I think that uh, what we're seeing right now, it did go up like fucking a ton last night. Like I think it actually got up to like close to 80 bucks at some point, which is pretty nuts. Um, I am not convinced that this is uh, an actual second wave. I I'm tend to lean more on the side of this is uh either people who are late to the party and they're see or people who have been watching it been not understanding it and they finally see it at a rate where they can afford to buy in mm. or uh maybe even like one of those like weird like fucking facebook groups that's just like yeah we're socialists and we're gonna what are we gonna do today boys and it's like same thing we do every day and then they <laughs> fucking yeah yeah, same thing we do every day. Uh, pr pretend we're ideological and then do nothing practical and fuck yeah. everything up. You know, you know my opinion of far lefters. I I agree with them. Uh, I just hate them personally. Larry, well, I, Adam Nutter is convincing me that I might be a left leaning liberal. So who knows? Uh, not left a left leaning libertarian. So who knows? Oh god, I need to have him on this yeah. podcast to discuss. I I, I told him I want to have him and Roger Snare, who is like the local insane person in the comedy scene, and pretty much like I want you to defend libertarianism while I have the most insane example of a libertarian trying to back <laughs> you up. Ouch! You got to um, be able to mute Roger's mic though. You got to yeah. <laughs> Like, tell him he can talk the whole time. Tell him you guys don't have video available. So he can <laughs> just, see you. just let him in whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Uh, Larry, where do you think it goes from here? Okay, at this point, what I think is, so I, I said I own six shares at now. Um, I sold one of my shares earlier this week because I was just tired of the bleeding. But I also went back and sold some other stocks so I could buy paper more shares of GameStop on Thursday night when it hit 50. I think something just seemed off in a good way, like it, it felt like it was going to come back and it did come back the following day. It hit 80 during the day itself, actually it hit up to 90 something, but it closed out at 63 and in the aftermarket it's up to 66. Um, there was some, there was some movement. It's back down a little bit, mm -hmm. but, but the larger point is what I see now is if you got in at 300 bucks on Thursday, I can't blame you for doing it because at that point it was just going up. If it wasn't for Robinhood and all the other brokers, it actually would have hit 500 that day. Mm. But if you're like, wow, I spent all this money on shares and now I'm out that money. Well, you're out that money. You have to look at it as a long-term investment because at this point, 
it's either a loss or a long-term investment. And I think the people coming in now are going to go, you know, I, it was 500, it was almost $500 at one point. I think it can go back up. I would like to get in now because it's under $70. Mm. They might do that, but I could be completely wrong and it could completely tank again next week. Yeah. That was definitely the notion. By the time I found out about it, it was out of my price range. So I couldn't get involved. Um, so guys, great podcast uh to wrap it up real quick let's just pick out what we think would be hilarious to be the next meme stocks oh. i am i am going with orville redenbacher and pringles potato chips because once you pop the fun don't stonk uh, oh nice dude so you're already thinking ahead into like uh the memes oh yeah okay all right i can do this i can do this is there a company that just makes those uh gummy soda bottles there must be. Oh, there is. I feel like if there is, then like that's actually probably probably dying right now. That's probably we could probably be a short seller. We don't even need to short squeeze that. Guys, invest in gummy so <laughs> invest in, 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 in gummy soda bottles and magnesium uh, <laughs> refinement company. <laughs> also, I, I I think I just want to buy stock in Orange Julius. I love Orange Julius. I do. Right. Every time we say short squeeze, I crave Orange Julius. Uh, it's built built for the memes. Okay, I, I actually have one. Okay. It actually goes to an anecdote that I'm going to wrap all my crud up with, if it helps. Um, I own two shares of Twinkies. <laughs> so Hostess brand owns Twinkies. I actually stayed up really late to figure this out. I was like, what went to the short squeeze? Like, why? what made um, GameStop a thing? And it came down to how much it was shorted, if it was undervalued, and what the company was overall. Twink Hostess, with which has the um, the stock market ticker of T of well T W N K Twink, um, actually is doing really well. It, yeah, uh, guys, it, guys, go go Google Twink going down to check <laughs> on your stock. Twink going uh, Twink is gaping open right now. <laughs> it's a good time to get in. But it's it was doing really well, and I actually looked it up, and it has a ninety four percent short at this point. It's like, oh my god, it's perfect. It basically should be the next short squeeze. Um, and I posted my dil diligence about it. And while I was doing this, I did this at like one o'clock. What? <laughs> oh god, I'm, let me put this way. I'm just gonna sound worse as I go. I'm up at one o'clock on a fr on on Friday night, so basically Googling one o'clock on Saturday morning, mm -hmm. researching Twinkie. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God, what's going on with this? And while I'm doing that, I have CNN on and they're doing a documentary about Q and the QAnon movement and conspiracy theories. And basically, this is how I'm wrapping all this up. A, buy Twinkies. I own two shares, but I do think Twinkies are a good investment. But the entire Wall Street best thing became a cult at one point. And that was weird and scary because it became less about, hey, let's make money off stocks and kind of let's take, you know, have Wall Street to hold the line, apes hold together, stay together, diamond hands. And it got to the point where instead of people criticizing a stock or saying this is a bad idea or this is a good idea. It was a frenzy. It was but but, but you kind of need that, man. Like, look at pro wrestling. Like, fucking. It's funny. Yeah. I, when he mentioned this, I said you got to cheer him on. I think they need to start a new, like, pro wrestling group. You need to call it the Dildo Gents. <laughs> the uh, dildo gents yes instead of due diligence the dildo gents they're you they're... can specialize in ladder attacks there you go <laughs> how do you but learn was... to fall off a 30 foot ladder attack god it was, it was scary for a while actually like people were like people were freaked out because they had lost all this money 
and people are, you know, and they're saying, fuck up, like, no, you just lost all this money because you lost it on what was, everyone said, it's going to $1,000. It's a sure thing. And now you lost everything. And right. now, 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 now you're the dickhead doing the ice bucket challenge in like fucking May, 2019. Like, dude, you missed it. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, like, and I'll say this too. Like, you know, you're talking about like the, the little guy got in. If you bought 10,000 shares at 15 bucks, you're not the little guy. If you bought a hundred shares at $300, you're not the little guy. You don't spend three or five or 10 grand on stock unless you have a lot of money to risk. If you ask me, the little guy, probably my favorite member of the dildo gents. <laughs> very, very accessible, not too intimidating. My favorite's, right. pu- my favorite's pumpkin hands. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you for doing this. This was a great fucking episode. Uh, find Rusty Wright on the Sweet Heat podcast at Rusty John. Find Larry at Larry West Productions. Did I miss anything? No, you 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 fucking you took care of it. All right, we're signing Dad. off. We're we're signing off. Don't be a paper-handed bitch. Game stonk. Woo! So Woo-hoo. holding. <laughs>